0: Sirens. Epilogue. Darling. What? Darling, please. I'll buy you a new one. I don't need a new one. This one is fine. It's cool. I have the money. You have the money. Money is no issue. So... That must mean that I really want this one, right? It's a little morbid. Does it make you feel bad? It makes me feel as though I'm not taking care of you, letting you go out in a thing like that. Marianne relaxed. You were already buying me custom-made boots. Anyway, it's all cleaned, and your guy got it fixed up pretty good. And it's proof that you're you, and that we fought and won. Ash eyed her dubiously in the mirror as Marianne admired herself in Ash's old jacket. It smelled like leather and ash. Like wearing a hug. If you can't wear your girlfriend's clothes, you might as well go out with a dude. Perish the thought. It's barely noticeable, and the leather is all broken in and soft. She rubbed the sleeve against her cheek. And it's so roomy in the chest. Imp. She was punished until her laughter turned into something more like heavy breathing. Ash ended up on top of her on the bed, arms and legs wrapped around her. If it really bothers you, I won't keep it. I'm fine, my darling. If it makes you happy, wear it all you want. I have another being made. Ash's eyes roamed down her body. Marianne tightened her grip, seeing how her eyes lit with pleasure. You're coming. That was the idea. Smooth. Ash sighed dramatically. You promised? I'll come. But if there's pineapple on the pizza again, I won't be responsible for my actions. A little pineapple is good. Sweet and salty. Her stomach growled. We might stay home. I can satisfy all of your appetites. She played with the button of her dark blue blouse, opening it to a point of comfortable sexiness. Marianne could just glimpse the lace beneath. Ash... "'Anyway, I promised to. "'For you, my darling, I'll do it.' She knew it was for her sake, at least a little. If Ash had her way, they'd stay in the apartment, their battle done. The thought gnawed at her after Ash fell asleep in the mornings. All the sappy stuff that she could never say was turning into something that felt a lot like fear. Ash was strong, but she wasn't invulnerable. If Nicky was right, she was maybe farther from it than ever before. If. Ash? Hmm. Her eyes lifted and some of the amusement left them. My girl? Are you happy? Her fingertips brushed down Marianne's cheek. More than I can say. You sure I'm worth all this shit? This is our business, my darling. It always has been. Now that I have you. She smiled and Marianne was filled with a terrible combination of joy and fear. I have nothing left to wish for. There was a lingering kiss. She'd just have to step up, that's all. Make sure that whatever happened, Ash would keep on living her crazy, immortal life. She could be the big spoon. They were kind of magic kisses, like getting lost in a garden. She let herself stop worrying for a while. When it ended, she reluctantly refastened Ash's button. You really are coming, right? Just a quick errand first. Really? On my word. Ash lifted her to her feet and swatted her ass. Off you go, and don't forget the gift. Marianne retrieved the squat bottle of tequila. Ash insisted on it, even though Marianne thought whiskey was fine. This is the good stuff, you said? I think you'll like it. See you soon? Promise, my darling. For a minute, Marianne hesitated. No darlings, no touching, nothing like that. Maybe for the whole night. Ash smiled, revealing a flash of sharp white teeth. No fair. So, in amorous strifes and competencies, impostures and juggling tricks are held for good to attain to the wished end. I bet you juggle, and you have my wished end. Now go before I seduce you. Marianne opened her door right on Matt's porch. She felt a little thrill of accomplishment as it disappeared with a soft pop. She took a quick scan of the neighborhood and saw no one looking back. More importantly, she was out of the grey drizzle of rain that had plagued them the last two days. Although, since it was coastal weather, it sort of plagued them constantly. She eyed the solid grey sky. Before she could ring the doorbell, she heard footsteps approaching. It still felt weird not to announce herself, so she raised her hand to knock and nearly hit Matt's face instead. "'Hey!' "'Hey!' He paused. There's a joke about knocking on wood here, but I can't find it. Probably a good thing. He looked okay. Not himself, maybe. A little tired. Unless. Healthily ruddy? He stepped out of the way to let her in, searching the yard behind her before closing the door. No ash? She said she had an errand to run first. What kind of errands do vampires have to do? Post offices wait for no one. The bruise was still visible on his neck. When he caught her staring, he poked it experimentally and winced. I'm glad I have some sick days. The guys at work would never let me live it down. I blamed my stupid boyfriend. There was a moment of awkward silence. Maybe we should... Dude, don't say it. It wasn't a huge smile, but it was something. She sat in the same place on the sofa where they'd watched the sea. After a hesitation, he did likewise. Another... Something. I knew there was something weird about her. She's actually pretty normal. For a vampire. Yeah. And it's okay. I mean, vampires. He touched his neck, quickly lowering his hand after another wince. She doesn't kill people. She didn't kill you. Thought that was a special case. He paused. She did it to you, didn't she? Marianne shrugged. I don't really remember it, though. That's the way it is. She just... snacks. And you go on your way and she whammies you so you don't remember. None of it? I picked up bits and pieces. But that was because we hung out and eventually it all came out. If she hadn't stuck around, I don't think I'd remember it at all. You don't think that's a little creepy? She needs to live. I think of it like milk. Or eggs. Animals are different. Are they? Maybe if she asked or something, it wouldn't feel so dodgy we couldn't really ask. He grunted. But generally, even you have to admit it's a little morally gray. What is she supposed to do? Couldn't she, like, swipe it from a blood bank or something? That would be taking resources from people who need it. After a minute or so, he sighed. She considered it defeat. But you're sure you aren't justifying it? Are you sure you aren't being hard on her because she called you boy? So I guess we both suck. They stared at each other for a minute. Then Matt's lips twitched. Boo. No, that's ghosts. He slouched back into the cushions. Vampire. Yeah. Gay vampire. Yeah. Gay girlfriend? I don't know. I had a boyfriend, so... She shrugged. I know. He sounded apologetic. She squeezed her hands into fists, not wanting to ask, but knowing she'd feel better if she found out for sure. How weird would it be for your friend to know a bunch of your secrets and not know which ones? I'm sorry about, you know, that guy. Both of them, he hesitated. I'm sorry about your, about what Ewan did to you. Look, I'm sorry about it all. I shouldn't even know it, so I'm sorry about that too. I won't say anything about it. Try to forget. Definitely try not to be a dick about it. What I have now is better. Still a shitty price to pay. I'm sorry, too, that I was a cock tease. Who said that? Sorry. Sorry, she repeated, not knowing what else to say. I don't know what kind of messed up definitions they have up north, but to me a cock tease does it on purpose, and I can't imagine you doing that. Oh. I mean... I'm a little miffed that you didn't notice. At all. Notice what? Ouch. Note to self. Work on your approach. I just thought, you know, we were friends. We are. But he shook his head. I mean it. I'm no creep, okay? I'm a grown man. I know when I'm out of the running. They sat in silence for a while. You're really cool. Even if Ash weren't in the picture... I probably still wouldn't have believed a guy like you would be into someone like me. Dummy. So, we're friends. I'd go to the mat for you. That one was awful. He laughed, then trailed off. That thing was half malice, half sadness. She really was in there. Just, everything got twisted. We might have been able to save Astrid? I don't think so. It was more like a mercy killing. Mare... She said that they're all like that, just full of hate, and they're out there. She looked down at the scars on her hands. Now I know, so I can get ready, somehow. We know, we can get ready. No, Matt, everything's changed but the basics. I'm not going anywhere. Ash, like, she could have, you know. You didn't run away. Why do you think I will? You're smarter than me? He snorted, then laughed. Okay, so I can't make magic doors or tear people in half with my bare hands, but I'm not completely useless. Dumbass. I'm rubber, you're glue. She grinned, leaning back into the sofa, feeling lighter than she had in ages. A friend. He turned on the TV. Cheesy sci-fi filled in any lulls in the conversation. They were careful to avoid the heavy stuff, like the siren and ash and bobo. Nicky's niggling warning poked at her, but she didn't want to unpick that knot, either alone or with Ash. Their relationship seemed to go back a few years. Maybe it would be better to let the dust settle before she admitted how very much she might have screwed the pooch. There would be time enough for that later. At least, that seemed to be how things worked. You couldn't avoid the heavy stuff forever, but you shouldn't just charge blindly into it, either." The closest they came was when she wondered if he'd be a good decoy for her mom, and he asked about John. He knows something weird happened, but shit happened last summer, too. Guess he's getting used to it. He knows he didn't do anything bad. I think that helped. My mom tore him a new one for making her worry. Definitely marriage material. He's home, and he's safe. Nothing else matters. Probably a good thing they're so far away. She eyed him again. "'Still not going anywhere,' he said, eyes on the TV. "'I want to see it all.' "'Fine,' she said, grumpily pleased. "'Hey, you know about computers, right?' "'Yes.' "'Can you give me some pointers for hiding who I am online?' "'He let out a relieved breath. "'I thought you were going to ask me to fix something.' "'Yeah, I can do that.' "'Thanks.' "'If we're going to start making trouble,' Maybe we'd better have a good defense, too. She heard a car turn into the drive. Ash finally done her errand? No, that isn't the car. You can tell? Is that weird? I don't know. I skipped over the obligatory cars and trucks phase. He sat up. No one I know. She sighed and forced herself to move from her comfortable spot. Varma's ghost car was parked in the driveway. As she watched, the cop went around to the back. Oh my god. She scrambled to the door and pulled it open. Mare? What's wrong? There was a joyous bark, and Bobo charged past her, bounding onto the sofa to greet his stunned owner. Varma wandered up to the door. They watched as Bobo tried to glue himself to Matt while frantically yipping and whining. I can't believe you found him. I was afraid he was dead. We all thought so. Me, I'm a cat person. How? Ash called and said he was at a shelter. How did she know? You tell me. You're the magician. The shelter people said he was sleeping on a doggy bed outside their door this morning. They watched the dog spin wildly before pouncing on Matt again. There was a note saying to hold him for me. And a massive donation. Bobo ran over to mall Marianne, then back to Matt. He hugged Bobo, burying his face in the dirty ruff. Bobo was wagging so hard she thought his tail might fall off. Marianne regarded Varma from the corner of her eye. How did you know you could trust someone? What if there was some kind of game going on? What was it called? A long game? Something like that. But Ash had trusted Varma enough to ask for help. Want some pizza? Beer? Tequila? Varma jangled her car keys. Pizza, then. Our treat. Join the party. What's the occasion? Beating the bad guys? Bobo coming home? New friends? She didn't see Matt coming. He hugged her, squeezing so tight that she thought she heard her ribs creak. Bobo crouched like a puppy at his feet, whining while his front toes tippy-tapped with excitement. Thank you. I didn't think I'd ever see him again. Me too. Glad Ash could track him. He finally let go and swiped at his eyes quickly, that way guys did. Varma was watching with a quirk to her smile. Matt? Corporal Varma. Corporal Varma? Matt? You can call me Ellie. Matt shook her out thrust hand. Thanks for bringing Bobo home. Isn't he a captain? I'm sure he outranks me somehow. I couldn't do any less. Right now he's a dirty captain. Want a bath, Bobo? Bobo squirmed and yipped. You guys make yourself at home. Pizza will be here soon. Ash didn't come that night. Varma stayed, though. She didn't drink, but she didn't need liquid help to be charming. Marianne was about 90% sure that she was hitting on Matt. She couldn't tell what Matt thought, since he and Bobo were reconnecting. The dog was fluffy from his bath and full from dinner and was still being hand-fed meaty delicacies whenever he lifted his head from his naps. It was okay that Ash wasn't there. Ash thought so too. Maybe she thought she'd be a third wheel, or it would be awkward with Matt after everything that had happened. Or she didn't want to boot Bobo into the outdoor kennel, nice as it was, lest blood be drawn. Whatever the reason, and Marianne promised herself she'd ask later, she stayed home and let the regular old humans hang out. And still, the night was fun and it came easy. Is this how things are supposed to be? Just coming together with no effort? No effort. None but fighting weird monsters nearly dying. Dumbass. As the sky started to turn grey, she tried to stand and eventually succeeded. I have to go home. I'll give you a ride. She leaned over to say goodbye to Bobo. He smelled of doggy shampoo and not whatever he'd rolled in when he was lost. The world tipped unpleasantly. Matt grabbed her arm to steady her. No need. Are you sure you should go home that way? Trust me. What way? Marianne smiled at Farma magic. She snapped open a door and fell back through it. Beneath her was her own soft bed, and she bounced with a laugh. Marianne, good lord, my girl. Marianne giggled, stretching happily. You don't even have your shoes. The shoes fell beside the bed, followed by her jacket and bag. She waved to her friends and closed the gate. No worries. Not right now, she stretched. Tuck me in? Ash pretended to grumble. The dark spun merrily as Ash stripped her gently. I love you. Shameless tart. Tonight, Marianne said, pulling Ash down and cuddling up. When Ash's cool arms wrapped around her, everything vanished but joy. Sleep now. Tart later.